I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And we are Stupid Genius. Stupid Genius. <laughs> and we're coming right. to you on a very special day. Happy Valentine's, happy Galentine's, happy Day of Love. Yes. Can I start off by saying and being really cheesy, saying, oh. I love you, Molly. <gasps> Oh, I love you too. And I love all our lovely geniuses and listeners and yes. everyone that we get to work with or talk to. I know. And all our lovely Instagram followers, which we've we've hit that sweet, sweet number. There's 5,000 of you in our little corner of the internet. It's just really crazy. exciting. And we love all you too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, we, we, don't, we obviously are going to bring the cringe today, but... I feel like you're going to bring the cringe a little bit more than I'm going to bring the cringe. Yeah, because I love this day. I used to hate it. I used to think, oh, what a nice reminder that I'm single or whatever. Like, I used to think, see it as just like a relationship day. And then um, and then actually it was my friend, um, her name's Flick, and um, she, she loved Valentine's Day and I saw how much she loved it and she loved like spreading love to her friends and like doing little gifts and like, it was so sweet. And I was oh, like, oh, that actually... Is sweet. Oh, actually, it's just a day of love, isn't it? And I love it's so totally, many people. Totally so. a day of love. I remember me and my friend Kat started celebrating like Galentine's when we were probably about 18. We'd have like a meal together and then just go out and get smashed. <laughs> and just have like a wild Classic. night. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's um, really cute. It's all about spreading that that love and that appreciation, isn't it, for each other? Yeah, it's a day for it. Like, why not? I will um, I will definitely be sending all my messages out, whether, you know, my friends find it cringe or not. I don't care. I am. <laughs> that's who I am. And I don't care. <laughs> Even if they cringe, I'm sure they will also love it. And oh, that's why they actually, love me, right? <laughs> this is like a doubly amazing Valentine's Day because it was pancake day yesterday. So we oh get God, to yeah. eat pancakes on Valentine's Day, which I mean, does it get any better than that? I know. It sparks my joy for pancakes. It actually does because I forget... Every year I forget how much, like how easy pancakes are to make, how good they are, like how delicious they are. And then so I just, good. it sparks this like pancake frenzy. So like every other day I'm like, pancakes? Why not have yes. pancakes? <laughs> so, I love it. Savory ones, sweet ones, just get them all. Oh my God. If you haven't tried, you should try like pancakes, thick, thicker pancakes with mushrooms and like cheese. No. If you, if you honestly, it's, oh yeah, you don't like mushrooms. Sad. <laughs> I refuse Sad life for you, in. Molly. I yeah, re- retract I'm my all, love for you. <laughs> I'm all up for the cheese, cheesy pancakes. So what are we, obviously, we've we've said how uh, today's all about love. Um, can yeah. you give us a little, little teaser of what today's episode is going to be about then? Yeah, we're going to be talking about, I guess, um, love. Wait, we need to do our stupid geniuses, don't we? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, we do. <laughs> I was, to, I was I too like, keen. Like we're missing something. <laughs> I was too keen. I was like, let's just get into it. Let's get into <laughs> let's this get into talk. It. Mm. Have you got a stupid for us? Um, well, other than what I just did then. Um, I was <laughs> Wait, but we're doing it related to the topic, which is obviously you saw the title. Maybe you didn't. We're going to be talking about Valentine's Day and uh, love, right? Yeah. I'm just going to put that out. And we're going to relate our stupid geniuses to our friendships and exactly I thought it made sense to do it that way so I was thinking about what stupids I've had this week in relation to those that I love and I think it's quite like a broad one but I think the last well (laughs) few months but few weeks particularly particularly like since Christmas the workload for me has felt like 
almost not unmanageable but it feels like I feel like I've got a lot of plates spinning mm-hmm. and something is going to drop at any moment right now and um I think probably like it's what has been stupid for me is that I've been leaving a lot of people on unread like a lot of people that mean a lot to me so someone like for example Kat who I've mentioned quite a lot she's one of my best friends she sent me a voice note like two days ago and I've not listened to it which is very unlike me it's like, very unlike you and I've yeah. also noticed it with not with with me as well like I think and I don't mind because nothing I say is urgent so just, <laughs> but I can see you saying like I'm just gonna I just I'll reply in a second and I'm like it's okay yeah. I, don't, I don't need you to reply straight away it's all I've good. been struggling with it I've been struggling managing those really like the relationships which mean more to me than work but I'm struggling managing those with work and I think right. because work is something that you can't get away with not doing really no. I've been maybe letting my effort with my relationships friendships particularly family Lloyd not so much because he's here he's physically yeah. in the house that's a bit different I think I've been letting those slip a little bit so today as a reflection of all things love um it's made me think yeah I need to put try and invest some more time and effort into those people that I do love because that is what is important to me you know yeah, yeah. I, I applaud you for how good you are at replying to messages because I definitely leave the people that I love, <laughs> my friends, on red for months. I swear to God. Oh, it it's, feels it's me with so really much bad. There's something about messaging, messaging straight away that I just like, just not very good at. I'm just it's hard. Very, yeah, I'd rather phone call. But um, what yeah, do you no, think? Because this is very weird. We never do me first, like literally ever. I so know, I feel right? all thrown off. Um, yeah, same. Honestly, same. I've been so busy in the sense, like, I just haven't, I haven't nurtured those relationships. I've not been, and I know I, I don't want to say, I say this loosely, I'm not being a very good friend. And I think the PhD or the type of work we, sometimes lends to that. Like, you don't have, I don't have time to to be there as a friend. I, I, I'm just like functioning. I'm just working late. And yeah, like like what you said about Lloyd. I mean, Vin's here all the time, but it doesn't mean that I'm spending quality time with him. And that's so important to me. I'm I'm just, he's around and he's doing a lot of stuff for me, but I'm not really doing much for him back. I've got my mum here and maybe I'm not fully present because I'm thinking about, oh my God, I've got this, this and this to do. And I'm shattered from the week I've had. So I'm, I'm, I'm really mm. a shell of a person. <laughs> yeah. Not... Your cup's half full and it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Said, all these relate, all these friendships that I go, like go climbing with or go do this with, I haven't done any of that. So yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, definitely that's my stupid. And it's sort of like, it's hard to call it stupid because like, what can we do? What can we do? We, I know. I know, but we, well, we can. We can actively make sure we prioritise them more. Yes, yes, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's interesting though that we both have the same. That's really interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. we're at very different stages really now, in terms of you know we're not at the same stage with the PhD anymore, and yet we're both still suddenly feeling those same pressures. I know it's weird. It is. Weird. I wonder and if I, it's like a post Christmas. I think so. I, I think everything know. ramps up. I feel I always feel this way actually in Feb. It's always like it hits me when I'm like, oh my God. And I just always have like this existential crisis of like, I don't care about work. I just want to spend time with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, what's your genius? 
My genius um, is that actually on the weekend, so I went back um, up to the lakes for like the 20th time this year, which is not particularly genius, but it's just how When I saw you in that robe, I was like, oh my God, she's back there. (laughs) Just for reference. Just, yeah, for reference, my mum has this um, sort of iconic dressing gown, which Emily likes to see me in. So I sent her a little (laughs) picture of me in it. It's like Um, a long satin, like very... It's not satin. Is it not? It's actually, it's her kimono. (laughs) Like we are so not posh, and yet my mum has this kimono that she absolutely it's loves. Like the, the fanciest dressing gown ever, and it has like these massive bell sleeves. Yeah. And, like it's oh, so it's... impractical. It's so and it's bougie. so long. Like me yeah. and mum are both pretty short, so like neither of us can walk up the stairs in it. Like, like trails without... <laughs> like a wedding dress. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I got um, a cheeky little video of the weekend. Oh god, that's and not thought, for, that's you're not down for there sharing. Again? <laughs> Um, but yes, I was back back in the lakes because I had a spa day on Sunday with three of my closest girlfriends, um, which was actually rearranged from December when it got snowed off. Um, and actually just having like a whole day, literally 10 till four with three of like my school friends was just so wholesome. And it felt so like lovely and I guess maybe counteracted some of the stupid I've been feeling with regards to like my friendships and stuff just to yeah like to feel that love and to have those you know I've been friends with these people for like I don't know like nearly 20 years you know since year seven so um yeah it was lovely and it definitely Mm. sort of filled my cup a little bit that's good that's good what about you what's your love genius yes it's similar God, we're so on on track. Um, yeah, just the fact that my mum's here, I've like carved out some time. Um, because I could have easily gone, actually, you know what, I'm too busy. Let's not let's not do this. Um, especially because she like called up and checked in and she was like, All right, are you okay if I come? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, oh God, I really shouldn't be doing this. But actually, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I I said yes and she's here and I'm gonna take yeah, a half day today and spend some time. In like time a with year's her. time. You won't regret the weekend with your mum, but no, hang on, sorry. Do you know what I mean? You won't wish that you hang on. You won't wish you'd spent a weekend working, but you will wish that you'd spent more time with your mum. Probably. I'll look back and say, oh yeah, we went and did this. We went, yeah, of course, of course. So, so yeah, I'm I'm refilling that cup as we speak, and um, and I've we've me yeah we're we're about to book some exciting stuff with friends. just getting them penciled in into that busy, busy schedule, you know. Yeah, you know, you've got to do it like you've 10 got to do ahead it. once Honestly, you get past like 25. It's so sad, but Very you know what, we're not, this is a positive. This is a positive. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's move on, shall we? Shall we ramble? I think we shall. So we wanted to talk about love and the PhD today, not just because it is Valentine's Day, but also I think, you know, we've sort of mentioned this on the podcast before. We did our dating a PhD student episode a little while back when Emily was gallivanting across the world and Lloydie became Emily for the day. And we Yeah, talked he did a, a really good bit. job. That episode did well. So maybe you should just buy me and get Lloydie. Oh, no, you're irreplaceable then. Um, and we talked a little bit then, you know, about the crucial role that supportive partners play in the life of someone pursuing a PhD because um you know as we've probably said a million times we're going to keep banging this drum doing a PhD is hard it really is it's challenging in so many ways and so it is really important to have those support systems to have people that you feel 
comforted by that you love and it's yeah. reciprocal and you feel safe and yeah I just think it plays a really important part doesn't it in the PhD yeah we also talked about that a lot in the um making friends as adults um, yes we did episode and sort of how important it is and how important it is to have a mixture of I mean I really think it's important to have a mixture of PhD friends and non-academic friends and For I mean sure. that in the nicest way sorry all my friends who are like hey I'm smart. I'm academic, but is in like not in the academic world because I will I value these friendships so much because I don't know they might they probably want to hear about what I'm doing, but do they really know the intricacies and the ins and outs? And do they? I don't know. I I like like to not bore them with that. So I just I just we just don't talk about it. And they and you know and then I have some friends that don't know anything about it, haven't been to uni maybe, and and they don't, definitely don't want to hear about it or don't even care. Like, they, they probably do care, but you know what I mean? Like, so that, No, so, I know what you mean. So we've got the PhD friends that you probably talk about PhD with right through to, like, you're not even mentioning about your PhD. And that's so... I love that. I mean, it's, I find definitely. it so... And it's the same with family. Like, as much as your family do do their best to sort of try and understand the process, particularly, like, you know, my mum really tries to get on board with it. You know, my nieces and nephews, they actually think it's hilarious when I tell them I'm a doctor. They just think it's a big, fat joke. You know what I mean? And, like, I love that we're not PhD students or or doctors or academics to everyone. Yeah. I don't want to be that to everyone. Exactly. Think, you know, these loving relationships that we have and that we need, they're, they're dependent on not needing to be that aren't they they're, they're, they're dependent on like the work they finish in and then we're just silly stupid molly and emily not like not academics not do you remember academic. we got asked that question in the conference of do um does a uh, has like people's perceptions of you change and i was like no i think my friends humble me lovely <laughs> like i think i think i yeah. get humbled in the best way possible oh we and, like, do i was trying to explain to my girls at the spa day yesterday because i mentioned graduating and they were like what you graduating again how many times have you done that and I was like well this will be my third and they were like why <laughs> I was like well well it's kind of a, kind of and then the occasionally someone will go oh, sorry Mo. so what is it you do <laughs> that's literally <laughs> now that I teach students as well like they can get on board with the idea of that like they're like you're oh, a teacher you're a teacher <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah yeah sure we can we can go yeah with that. try and explain I remember like trying to explain a PhD not to one of my friends but to someone on the phone like when I was on I was on um uh credit was it universal credit Oh, um, like job seekers allowance. Yeah, because it was after COVID and I was fucked. I was like, help me. And so I went on universal credit and then luckily got a PhD. So I called them up and be like, hey, I've hey, I've got a job. Hey, yeah, you're right. I've got a job. And they were like, what is it? And I was like, a PhD. They were like, what? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Come again. I was trying to explain to them like what it is and what I'll be doing. They were like, I was like, just put just put student down, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, don't. I remember when we were trying to explain it to our mortgage advisor, but we digress. Anyway. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, these support networks, these loving relationships are so, so important during a PhD. Yes. Um, we're going to sort of touch on um, why they can be so challenging, I guess, in maintaining these relationships whilst pursuing a PhD. I'm going to ask you the question, Molly. Um, uh, <laughs> what question? Okay. First question. Have you struggled with maintaining relationships during your PhD yes why why <laughs> why <laughs> um I've definitely struggled maintaining relationships I mean I see relationships like in sort of three different ways just oh. like very basically I have like my 
romantic relationship with Lloyd. I have my friendships and then I have like my family relationships. That's like broadly how I consider my relationships. And I think all of them, all of them have suffered in different ways. I think I've become more selfish since doing the PhD. Like I think, and this is really toxic. And I think a lot of PhD students think like this. You, even when I try not to, you can't help but feel like what you're doing is not more important, but like, oh, it's just so hard. hard. Oh, it's it's so so hard. hard. Yeah, like, oh, and it's not I don't think what other people are doing hard, but it just feels like I can't let up. They might be able to let up, but I can't let up. That's exactly how I felt with it. Yeah, and it it sort of leans to this quite internal focus. And I don't know, I think that's maybe why my relationships have struggled a a little bit. I mean, not to the point where anything catastrophic's happened. I've managed to maintain them all, but it has been challenging. And I think you have to really remind yourself as a PhD student to um, remember that everyone is having challenges, regardless of whether they're doing a PhD, regardless of what they do with their lives, everyone is having challenges. And just to be like empathetic with that and um, ensure you're offering support as much as you're asking for it. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think for me, it was just that acknowledgement of like, I don't have time for you. I, I, and and we're, I'm jumping a little bit ahead, but for me, like quality time is just massive to me um, more than anything else. And I just love spending time with people that I love. That's just something I like to do. And I don't have, I don't, I just don't have that. And it, and it, obviously you're coming from, well, for me, I was coming from uni where I had, abundance amount of time i mean if there's any undergrad and master students listening enjoy your freedom enjoy your free time you are you're never going to get that long break ever again you're never get like it is crazy and i do think i i do think i was quite good with that in terms of i did use it whereas some students just sort of sit about all something for what i say but yeah i think that shift for me like from having so much time to then having no time. And then when I do have time, I'm so knackered that I don't have the energy to then. Yeah, I I sort of agree and I sort of disagree in the sense of I feel like that and I have felt like that, but I think it's really important that uh, this new wave of PhD students and academics, we really challenge that because if we don't have time as PhD students for our relationships and the people we love, and we then go into academia, we never will. Because as I've suggested to you, my workload as an ECA, I find a lot harder to manage than as a PhD student. So we sort of need to say, well, actually, no, I don't want a life and a work life where I don't have the time for the people I love. And I think if we're honest, we probably could carve up the time, but either we're too tired or we don't think we should, or we feel guilt not doing, you know, giving it all to work or something. So Part of me thinks yes, but other, the other part of me thinks, well, we have to make, be a bit like, um, you know, be a bit a bit of an anarchist here, like reject it a little bit yeah. and say, no, I want to do things differently. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess I, I, I definitely took that mentality. I think it was just a shift of like having so much time and then being like, oh shit, this is like a, this is way more workload than I've ever dealt with before. And then mm-hmm. trying to adjust to that. I think it's just like constantly you're adjusting, aren't you? You're fine. My, yeah minute tweaking and and to be honest I bought into the um toxicity of academia I, I bought into the I think we all do initially, um, for sure. especially my first year I was at my first and it was only until my second year that I realized that like whoa whoa whoa, whoa I'm fully yeah. in it and I'm and I'm not I haven't got a healthy boundaries and actually you really helped me with that Molly but yeah I don't think it helps either that like um often for PhD students we have very different schedules to um, yes. the people we have relationships with like 
the other, you know, the people you have relationships with might have very strict um, work schedules. We're very flexible. So like for, for me, for example, when I want to meet like a friend for coffee, like locally in the town near me, um, best time for me is like midday in the workday because I can take some time if I'm working from home. But for them, it needs to be after work, which for me, yeah. I'm just done by then. So it's like it's actually these differences in schedules and work patterns as well, which I think are quite hard to mesh together, aren't they? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And like having to, yeah, once I like establish nine to five and then go into climbing after work, then that's when I started to build on my relationships because I was like, okay, I'm working on their time. Yes. Not on the, you know, and then, um, and then I have some friends that work in retail, not retail, retail, but like those sort of hours. And so then that's really nice because they get like a day off midweek and I'm like, oh, let's go for coffee or let's go for a walk and yeah, so I think there's loads of challenges. And yeah, of course, I think as PhD students, you naturally become selfish because you have to be. You, ha- you It's like, you know, I'm not comparing us to athletes. <laughs> I am going to. <laughs> but you are. <laughs> well, it's all about like they're, they need to get into that headspace to be able to, you know, eat healthy, train loads, do the, to get to this goal of like competing. And I guess like, if we take that analogy, you know, and everyone around us, like everyone around the athletes is like their team, their psychologists, their nutritionists, their, you know, they're all focused on them getting to their end point, which is a competition or whatever they're doing, they're striving towards. Us as PhD students, we have got our team around us. You know, we've got our supervisors, we're aiming towards that thesis or that end goal. And so it does become very, yeah, selfish. So I, 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 I actually think that's a brilliant analogy. I think that is actually spot on because I've I've often thought this, you know, like people that are experts, like yeah. anyone that masters something. So like I know someone who's like a black belt in a martial arts and they're like amazing at playing certain musical instruments. I think to get to any level of like expertise, whether like you say it's in sport, music, academia, yeah. It is a selfish pursuit. You are yes. doing it to to improve yourself. So like when we think about something like relationships, whether they're romantic or platonic, they require selflessness. And if we're in, if we're engaging in this like ultimately selfish pursuit, then there's going to be some challenges, I suppose, isn't there? Exactly. And that's why I guess like relationships are so important. Sorry, I just whenever I say relationships, I just want to like reiterate, we don't just mean <laughs> romantic partners. We've said it. It's fine. No, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we this is why it's so important to have these relationships because it, it pulls us out of this like linear, selfish, like sort of headspace. And you're like, oh yes. everyone else around me matters. It's not just what I'm doing, you know. Yeah. Because you can often you can often get that sort of feeling. And um I think like in order to sort of really maintain these relationships, particularly when they are challenging, we need to know how to express gratitude. We need to know yeah. how to show love to these people because often that'll look like a different thing for different people, won't it? So, Emily, it's usually you with the quiz for me, but today it's me quizzing you. Well, it's not actually, it's the internet quizzing you, but on my demand. Um, so I sent you the love languages quiz. I'm I'm imagining our listeners are aware of what this is, but there are five different love languages. And um, yeah, I'm really keen to know what yours is. I think I know what yours is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what yours are as well. But well, I mine think it has be very changed. Similar. Oh, has it? Weirdly, mine, mine has changed. Mine's exactly the same. And, and it did change, though, from like when I was 21 to like now. So, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to guess. 
I think your first one is quality time. Yeah, 100%. It's 37%. It's quality time. Okay, what do you think my first one is? See, I think yours... Oh, that's hard. I either think it's quality time or... See, the... or physical touch. Okay, so my first one is also quality time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 30%, but it didn't used to be. My first one used to be what is now my second one. And I was reflecting on why this is, and I think I know why this is. Right. Do you want to guess what my second one is? Not, And it's not physical touch. Acts of service? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And my first one used to be acts of service. And I honestly think... I, and this is thinking more now, just in terms of this switch, in terms of my romantic relationship with Lloyd, I think it's because Lloyd has, over the last few years, he's got so much better at expressing his love to me through acts of service, that when I filled out this quiz, it didn't seem as needed because I have it. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 that does make sense. I was answering it all more probably as quality time because that's probably what I want more of right now. That's probably what feels like is missing a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's quite subjective at 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 points. Yeah, it it changes. I think what what I find so important about the um, love languages, if people aren't aware of it, I'm sure everyone is, but it's so important to know your love languages because say, let's take you and Lloyd, for example, um, Molly. So say, Molly, yours is quality time and acts of service, which the, is the top two for you. And Lloyd keeps giving you like gifts and words of affirmation and he keeps showering you with gifts and and that's the way he wants to express his love. And that's actually his love language. I don't know what his love language is. I doubt it is gift. <laughs> No and Lloyd, but say it is. And he's like giving you gifts and you're giving him quality time. And and then there's like this like headbutting moment where it's like, well, I'm not feeling love from you and you're not feeling love from me, but that's because we're not providing each other with the love that we speak in. Yes. So definitely. it's so important. So important to know, like, actually, Lloyd, you know, I really appreciate these gifts, but actually, I'd prefer it if you spend more quality time with me. And and Lloyd's like, oh, my God, well, I actually would prefer it if you gave me a little bit more gifts, though I know you're thinking of me. (laughs) Can you imagine um, Lloyd saying that? I'll be so Yeah, yeah. But I do know people, like, one of my friends is definitely, um, I I don't think receiving gifts, actually, probably, I think gift giving and receiving is definitely her love language. So I know that when she sends me a little something in the post, that's her expressing her love and like and so I think for every relationship you have whereas my mum I imagine would probably be like maybe words of affirmation or again quality time and so it's actually knowing how to adapt your the way you love your friends and family to ensure that they actually feel loved and I remember one time um, my cousin and I'm not going to name him because it might embarrass him but he's like one of the nicest men you will ever meet he's at he's my age in a I remember his partner telling me that when they sort of first got together, he asked her without any prompting, um, what is your love language? Like, I, I really want to make sure I'm loving you in the best way I can. Like, fucking <laughs> hell. That's so sweet. Isn't that amazing? Like, what That's a level so of emotional, mature, emotional maturity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to guess your second one. Okay, go on. So this is really tough because at first I was thinking, like, maybe words of affirmation? No, actually. Because at first um, I was thinking physical touch, but then I was like, you're not that tactile at all, really. I don't like physical touch. I know that sounds so... 
No, I you're not. That's what I mean. But I'm not. Um, uh, mine is acts of service. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, because, the same as me. And that changed. Like I, it used to be um, physical touch before that. Um, but it's it's flipped because as you get older, there's nothing better than when you're tired and you come in and, you know, like someone's cooked you a meal. I mean, like my friends are so good with this. I mean, they do all my love languages. That's why I love them. <laughs> but like, so say some friends that can't be around all the time for quality time. That doesn't matter. And I don't think that's what quality time means to me. But, you know, when we say if we go to their house, um, I'm thinking of two people exactly because they just do it all. <laughs> and so so my um they'll we'll get there and they'll they'll cook us a meal usually and that's fucking lovely. And so that's like a act of service. We've just done a long drive and there's some meals there, and I love to do that for them as well. And it's sort of um, you know, and then when we're all together all of my friends we're there we're present we're not on our phones we're we are in each other's company we're given quality time I love it I freaking love it and yeah and then my mate he loves one of my mates he loves to make stuff and that's his way of saying like I thought of you made you something um so I recently got a spoon with a little face on it and so oh, that's really so sweet so his is probably um, more of the gift giving then his yeah, it's probably more to do with gifts. Well, whether... It's actually strange because in relation, we've talked about it, obviously. In relationships, not so much, but in friendships, it's just like because he can't be there or spend time. Like it's like a way of him going, I'm spending time with you, but, you know, I'm, I'm in this gift. <laughs> you know? And then I'm, yeah. it to you. I'm thinking of you. So that's really lovely. But yeah, so I just, um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so nice. I think. I think it's definitely like a penny drop moment when you, um, when you sort of learn about love languages, even though I'm sure they're like subjective, they're probably not absolutely spot on, but I think they just provide you with like the sort of the language to be able to actually have these conversations because it's such like what a tragedy if you and your friend or you and your mum or whoever are putting in these equal amounts of love into your relationships, but you're just both missing the mark because you're not loving each other in the best way. Um, And like, you know, when you're doing a PhD, it's hard enough, as we've said, to manage these relationships. So you may as well be doing it effectively. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So I think like, exactly have that conversation. We're taking. We're. This is horrible, actually. We're it taking. Is. We're like completely. Even, <laughs> even love languages, even relationships, even like, saying we're intellectualizing we're taking it, aren't we? And we're we're having productivity sessions on like you know even if we have got a minimum amount of time we need to make sure it's quality and like, you know we're like rigorous it. and I don't care I'm holding to it I think we need it I think it's good I think it's good I think it's good I have so many friends where like and this is going back onto like the the romantic relationships but I've had so many mates where we've been discussing like issues they've been having with their friendships I mean sorry their relationships um and then actually having these conversations with them about their love languages has actually if not solved it but helped them on the path to to solving it because it gives them the tools and languages like you said like to be like oh actually like so there's something here that says that I I actually want more quality time are you are you right to give it and it'd be wild if someone went no (laughs) yeah know exactly what you need but I'm not gonna give it that's when it's like what the hell um what's your third and fourth third fourth Um, fourth? okay so my third and fourth oh gosh my my third is words of affirmation nice yeah I didn't realize would be there but it sort of makes sense because it does mean a lot to me when I get a message from a friend saying like just let you know I've not seen you in ages but I love you you know that sort of thing it does fill me with like warmth yeah yeah yeah. and I I try and give that words of affirmation yeah 
I'm a I'm a big word, even though words of affirmation isn't mine. I love I don't know why I love just giving it out. I'm like, like when it, it's deserved. You don't need to receive it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then so that was 23%. My physical touch is 20% and receiving gifts was 0%. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Not bothered. Not bothered. See, mine was physical touch was third, 20%. Because I do like a hug. I do like a little, you know, yeah, you every now and then. Hug Whereas like I... eight times a day. Yeah. Yeah. You can have to. eight hugs a day. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. I don't think I do that. Um, words of affirmation, 10%. And then receiving gifts, 7%. Because I do like it when, like, say, like, Vin's come home and he's like, I got you a chocolate bar. I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. And do you know what? So do I, which is why I was confused why it's 0%. Because, <laughs> by the way, Lloyd, if you're listening, I want gifts, okay? I like gifts. I think it was the way that the quiz asks it. It's like, would you rather have a hug or get a gift? And it's, it's like, like, well, a hug then. <laughs> always a hug. Yeah, like, I think I would just never choose it over the other yeah. thing. Would so you rather given... get something nice or spend quality time? <laughs> but my friend she actually she has um her top one is gift gifts wow. receiving gifts and she's like for fuck's sake i've got the worst one i sound like <laughs> such a spoiled brat <laughs> like yeah. i hate it but it's just something like if i come home and my partner's bought me flowers it just makes me think like oh they've been thinking of me and it's nice and yeah you know it's not just like, like buy me this buy me that but she's like i've got the worst one it's like, no no it's true and i think like at lloyd's work one of his colleagues always brings i don't know if you've ever tried the chocolate bar noppers have you ever tried a nopper never heard of them oh my god they're so good i think they're like eastern european because he's romanian and he when lloyd when when this guy has bought noppers in and lloyd brings me on home it makes me feel so like oh you didn't like you thought of it bringing it home to me instead of eating it like that's so nice so it's, so it's nice, definitely it's definitely there. Yeah, we all um, need them all. We all need them all, I think. So 0% is quite dramatic. I think every love language is needed. Yeah. And that's why we have loads of different friends. And I guess, or loads, or not loads, loads. I just have loads. loads <laughs> that's why we're just so popular. <laughs> but you know, that's why we have these different relationships. Because, you know, not one person can provide everything yeah. for you. And they that's why we have ones yeah relationship like loved ones romantic ones friendships and family so, so here's a question for you then emily if you so your top one is uh quality time yeah so can you maybe give our listeners if they are also quality time what are a couple of maybe tips or suggestions of how you might express your love and gratitude for someone that prioritizes quality time yeah. so i usually just message them and say hey would you like to go for a walk um or you know whatever I guess whatever they enjoy doing or whatever you enjoy doing together and um ask them to do something say you know go out your way and say oh I've seen this um say they like art I've seen this life drawing class do you want to come with me you know so you've already gone out your way you've gone and seen something that that's going on and you thought of them and that just makes them think oh you know what yeah I will go and you thought me and you want to go with me cool so that's such an easy way just ask them to stuff oh actually there's this new cafe I want to try can we go oh I really want I, I would love to go for a walk do you want like do you want to come with yeah. me you know um and it actually sure. says on the love languages quiz as well it says for people who prioritize quality time things like distractions so like being on your phone while they're yeah. talking to you and um, postponing dates with them not listening to them that can be especially hurtful for people that prioritize this love language so little things to think about isn't it little things to think about yeah exactly what would you do if um say the the second one acts of service how would you 
I think that. things like what you mentioned before, like it doesn't have to be these big dramatic shows of service. It can be these tiny little things. So like um, if, you know, if it's someone you live with, maybe taking them a cup of tea in the morning. Um, perhaps it's um, if you know that that person has been dreading doing their laundry, maybe it's putting the laundry on for them. Yeah. If you know that your mate has struggled to do a food shop, maybe it's getting a couple of basics and dropping them around for them. It's yeah. doing these little things. It's not like, you know, I don't know, going around and cleaning the whole house or like, you know, being like a slave even just to that like person. if you're going out for a coffee and like, oh, I'll go get the water for us or, oh, do you want me yeah. to order for you? Or like just like stuff like that. Like obviously you don't have to then pay, like they can transfer you and all that. <laughs> Give exactly. me the money. And I think it's that whole thing of just if like sort of lessening that person's burden. If they feel stressed and any or anything because they have these what they feel like are burdens these things that they need to do if you can even alleviate one of those things that feels amazing doesn't it like the amount of times I've come home and like I think oh god I've got to do xyz and I come in and Lloyd's done it and it's just like the best oh my god the best feeling ever yeah Yeah, or sometimes I'm like oh I've got to do that and then then goes let me let me go let me do that for you or I'll do that I'm like it's so nice I don't even have to ask that's yay what about Um, so like obviously some people say actions speak louder than words that's not always the case is it sometimes mm-hmm. loud <laughs> louds sometimes words do speak louder particularly if your love language is words of affirmation so what would you say for words of affirmation words of affirmation I mean I love giving words of affirmation that just means every now and then when you think about some I mean I constantly think about all my friends but whenever I think about something I try and like randomly message someone like just to let you know I'm really grateful for the things you've done I always like I'm always trying to just think about your gratitude towards them and think about what they've done for you recently and just say that like it, yes it may sound cringy but actually it's better to be cringe than to not build on relationships I just I just yeah couldn't agree more like there's yeah. that there's times where like examples with me and you like there's been times where especially now where you've just been picking up the slack this week and I just just verbalized thank you thank you for doing that for me like thank you so much and in the past where I've gone like you know I'm so grateful that you've been on board with all my wacky ideas and stuff like that or like yeah thanks for being a good, good friend for where you, you are you were. good at words of affirmation you do just say it like it is which is really nice I just love it or just little things like you don't it doesn't have to be that dramatic you can go oh my god you look really nice today yeah. I just think, you know, like whatever, whatever you think, or like, oh my God, I love what you're wearing. And, and you know, whenever you think of something, say it, someone will appreciate yeah. it. I even I give it to strangers. If, if, you, if you're not as like maybe expressive as Emily, but you do have friends that live the way that you want to say, sometimes like if I don't have a specific thing I want to affirm to them, I will just message and say, oh, I'm thinking of you today. Do you know what I mean? And like, that's sweet. That's really It's sweet. the nicest thing in the world thinking, oh my God my friend's thinking of me today like that's just so nice yeah you get a little pep in your walk yeah okay what Um, about physical touch that sweet physical physical touch touch. it's an easy one isn't it just touch them (laughs) consensually (laughs) yes um I think it's it's from the little bits to the big bits so like hugs I always try and hug my friends uh as I meet them as I leave apart from one friend Morgan she doesn't listen to this but she hates them and actually I tried to hug her once and she just like froze and I was like you know what fair and actually she's she's um she now realized like she's now done she's now gone to therapy and realized that she's autistic so that makes sense so I oh, won't actually hug her that and that's actually, yeah 
yeah, we yeah. all have those friends, don't we, that either like love hugging or hate it. Like I have a friend who is like, I'm, I'm very tactile. I love hugging. Like I'm yeah. from a very cuddly family. Like we all cuddle each other, me and my sisters, and my mom, but this mate is like beyond. Like if she, if you are sat next to her, she has got her head on your shoulder, her arms around you. Like she sleep when she visits, she sleeps with her mum in her mum's bed because she likes to cuddle. <laughs> like she's so intense, but do you know what? It doesn't have to be like that, does it? I think no. Me and my friend talk about this in terms of our romantic partners that like it doesn't always have to be a hug or a kiss. Sometimes it's just like a hand a on your back yeah. or a little tap on your arm or it's just having those little moments you of connection. You know when you're talking and you like sort of like laugh and grab their arm. I do that with my friends all the time. Like, ah! And then that's my yeah. way of like physical touch. <laughs> it's a hard, I think this is the trickiest one because the others, if you give those love, that those types of love to people, and they don't really like that type of love. It's not the end of the world. But if you're given loads of physical touch and they don't like it, that's slightly more problematic. Read so, the room. Read, read the room. room. Read the room. So <laughs> yeah. have we got one more? I think we do. Oh, it's the receiving gifts. Yeah. Just like, um, say, okay, give an example. Say you've you've gone, oh, um, I'm like, got, I'm on my period or whatever. I've got cramps. Um, we're about to meet each other and I'm at the groceries. Groceries? Who am I? <laughs> I'm at the shops. <laughs> Emily's at the grocery store. I'm at the groceries. I'm at the green groceries. And then I, I just pick up an extra chocolate bar for you. And then I go, hey, like, here you go. I know, like, I, I, I hope this helps. Or, like, you've got a splitting headache and I pick up some paracetamol and I go, here you go. Like, that's an easy way to show your friends and everyone around yeah. you in a way that's, like, you know, small. It doesn't have to be big, grand gestures. But also, like, big, grand gestures in terms of I keep a list throughout the year um it's a gift list if anyone mentions something that you know oh i really want i put it down on my list oh my by the God. time it gets down to their birthday i mean only the people that I actually buy for because yeah you can't got, buy for everyone <laughs> it got out of hand it got out crazy of hand. <laughs> if i had the money i could and then by the time it gets around to the birthday or christmas i check the list and if it's still relevant then i know they and if they've mentioned it more than once then i'm like perfect and that's a that's an easy way to keep your yourself organized and also know what people want throughout the year I think that's that's how I do it and then yeah. and then I love figuring out what they want and get something that they like would be like whoa I didn't yeah, expect it. oh my really god cool. that's very good that you do that I mean I think if you're listening to this and you're like absolutely skin as a PhD student we you probably are um I sometimes feel like I want to give gifts but I can't because I don't have the money but even just yeah. sending like a little sometimes if I'm skin but like say one of my sisters is really struggling and I want to cheer her up you can send like which one of my sisters listens and she's probably thinking fucking Alma you've not done this for me <laughs> or at least not for a long time but you know sending like a card just with a little chocolate bar in mm-hmm. in the post like it doesn't yeah. have to cost you more than like four like three quid does it it no. could be something really cheap no exactly my friend's really good at this she always like sends me fleck as her name she's like she's so good at gifts and that's how she shares her love like she's just like here's a little chocolate or like oh, yeah she does stuff like that it's so sweet that's um, lovely isn't it yeah yeah or like make something if you haven't got the money make like something you're made with spoons honestly yeah you made me a pen knife as well he made all our friends a pen knife um and he picked the wood that like best matches our personalities oh and, like, my god it was so very wholesome friends. <laughs> I do have really wholesome friends. I do have amazing friends. Oh. And like my my other friend, um, she was diving. She was swimming in Snowden, and she dived down to the bottom and picked up a rock and gave me a rock. And I I cherish that. And that is a oh. my... 
so sad. That's <laughs> very sweet. That is very so sweet. sweet. Very Before we get on to some inspiration, I guess it's just an open invitation to you guys, our genius listeners, to really reflect on who is important to you during your PhD, who is helping you get through what can be this crazy roller coaster, and thinking about how you can show your support, your appreciation of them as much as they do of you. And yeah, just sort of like embrace the love. Yeah. 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 After this mess, after this message, after this podcast, go, you know, do one that you feel comfortable in. Maybe it's sending that chocolate bar to your friend. Maybe it's like sending a message. Maybe it's doing that. And, and, or maybe it's carving out some time for people and, and try and make sure you, you, you adopt this sort of approach, especially this time. It gives you, it gives you a free day to just express your love with like no prejudice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, well, it's the day of love. I'm allowed to do it, you know? It's like Christmas. Exactly. Exactly. Should we get our quote? Yeah, we should. You've got a good quote I that I actually love. I've got a good quote for you. This quote is from the absolute legend that is Maya Angelou. I actually um, listened to all of her books probably like a year or two ago, and I haven't got the titles for you off the top of my head, but Google them. They're amazing, particularly as the audio book. They're about her life. They're autobiographical, and they are just incredible. Like, so, so, so good. Um, But a quote here is, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Yes. And have a good so, day of love, guys. So relevant. It's so hard as a PhD students where all our worth is on what we write. So. <laughs> yeah. But there's so much more to life than that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Go um, so, go express your gratitude for everyone around you. Enjoy. Yes. And if you and feel we, like sharing it, come over you. to the Instagram and show us some love. We would love that. Um, whether it's to give us a follow, give us a like, give us a share, but also actually head over to Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen and just pop us a little rating. That is the way you can express your love of Super Genius today. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, what, what was I on about? My love language is... Uh, Rating. <laughs> Rating. <laughs> It's five star ratings on Spotify. That's our love language. Yeah, I think it's it's a perfect time to express our gratitude. I mean, we we kind of did it, but yeah, to express our gratitude to all you guys because yeah, there's so many of you and it's crazy. Um, and we forget that because it's often just me and Molly in an empty room. So, exactly. So thank you and thank you for always just coming and speaking to us and asking us questions or just saying like, don't worry, we feel it too. And that just that just yeah warms my heart that knowing that we are building um I guess a community and you know we're not alone in this you're not alone in this and yeah I don't know there's my words of affirmation to you guys and you're doing well whether you think it or not you're doing well so we love you guys we love you bye